Social Zoom Factor, episode 21. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Hello there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. I hope you are doing great today and out there just making things happen in your life and in your business. Today, we are going to talk about some truths, T-R-U-T-H-S, of social media. This podcast content came as a request from several different community members. And as many of you know, I do a lot of speaking, a lot of training, and we conduct a lot of custom workshops and events and that type of thing. And I have a lot of content that's out there. I share a lot of my decks online on SlideShare and different types of platforms. A lot of them are on my blog at pammarketingnet.com and our agency site at themarketingnuts.com. And what happens is I put the content out there, but then I always get these requests of people that are unable to get to the events where I'm speaking or training, whatever that may be, and they want to hear me present the content. And so we've had quite a few requests over the past few years for me to present this particular content I'm going to share with you today. And this deck is actually out on SlideShare. It's one of our most popular decks that has been out there. It has over 600,000 views out on SlideShare. And I will make the entire deck available for you to download via the show notes page on our blog site for Social Zoom Factor. So you can just go to socialzoomfactor.com slash 021. But the topic is social media truths in a nutshell. And I have 34 of them that I'm going to share with you. So we're going to go a little faster than we normally do. These specific topics we're talking about today and these truths are important for you to understand for those of you who are following this podcast, because it's going to give you a solid foundation of what we believe, what we do, and how we implement social media and how we implement digital marketing, how we go about branding, all of those types of things. And if you have followed me online already, you read my blog, that type of thing, you may already be educated on some of these. It's just now the first time you're hearing me speak about them verbally. But the deck that I'm talking through today was actually used in a presentation I did way back in 2012 for a keynote presentation I did at the Rochester Institute of Technology in New York. And it was an amazing community and audience there that day and basically a ton of college students and local area business leaders and thought leaders. And what I did was deliver a quick 34 social media truths in a nutshell and to help them understand things that we all must take into account as we approach online marketing and as we are attempting to integrate social media technologies and processes and methodologies into the DNA of our business. 
and the deck was used as a foundation over the last few years, which spun off many conversations on our Get Real chat on Tuesday nights at 9 p.m., spun off numerous blog posts. So it's a real-life case study on the value of integrated marketing, creating once and using many. Because here is one deck as an example that I created back in August of 2012. It has spun off numerous blog posts, conversations, and now, what are we, almost two years later, and we are able to still utilize the content. So it's the power of creating content that resonates with your audience. And when you do that, you can leverage it over and over again. It's create once, use many. So we have a lot to cover. Let's get started. Number one, is people don't buy things, they join things. So social media is not about control. It is not about what can you get your audience to do for you. It is about providing value and providing something bigger that we can all be and do together than what each of us can do on our own. Next, it's understanding that communities create markets. However, they don't do this overnight. Communities create opportunity for you to create a market. And I've done a lot of blog content on this. Uh, We've recently launched a podcast on this topic about how to build community. And you'll see a lot more content come out on this podcast and additional training that we will be offering around establishing, nurturing, and igniting communities. This is something that people really struggle with. But it's important to know that you have the opportunity to harvest those relationships from both a personal and a business perspective. And when you are first investing in communities, whether that be on Facebook, on YouTube, whether you're doing it through your blog, through LinkedIn, through Twitter, through a a Twitter type of chat, a Google Hangout, a Google Plus community, the list goes on. Those people are in that community because they want to see some value from you. They are not joining your community at day one so they can buy from you. They are joining your community because they want to be part of something bigger. They want to learn. They want to learn how to do something new or different. They want to be more than what they are today. So you have an opportunity to move them to either be an evangelist or maybe a paid customer, paid member of your community, whatever the type of product may be that you're selling. So you move them from the community zone to the customer zone, but that takes time and investment in real human beings within your community. It's not going to happen overnight, which is why we talk so much and why we train so much about humanization and brand humanization and establishing relationships, nurturing those relationships, establishing trust, personalizing your brand, and making sure that you are connecting to people the best way that you possibly can. Because you're never going to move them from the community zone to the customer zone unless they know, trust, and like you. And number three is be your own duck. All right. And in my deck, I have a picture of a cute little pug with a little bunny outfit on and then a fluffy duck sitting next to him. So be your own guy or girl. Don't try to be something that you're not. Be who you are. There is only one you. So be that person. If that person's silly, be silly. If you are serious, be serious. Don't fake it until you make it and let your real human show. Let your authentic self show so that others will be organically attracted to you. Number four is it's not about the next big thing. So it's not about the next big shiny object. 
We are not looking for the next big thing that's going to make us rich and famous overnight. Instead, you need to invest in relationships, invest in an integrated platform that is aligned to your business goals where you can have results. Number five is we want to lead with results. So instead of going and screaming from a mountaintop, hey, I'm so awesome. Come check out my amazing app. Come check out my website. Come check out my blog. Wrong. Please don't do it that way. Welcome to the inspiration age. Your goal is to inspire your audiences to connect with you with a goal of helping them achieve their objectives. And when you help your audience achieve their objectives, you are going to achieve your objectives by default as long as that is the model that you are following. And so you want to figure out how you can emotionally connect with your audiences with a human element to them. How can you emotionally connect to people? How can you pull that heartstring that makes people remember you and your brand? How can you make somebody laugh, make them cry? I always say the best way to get a response from me on Twitter on a busy day is usually to make me laugh. Make me laugh or make me think. Make me feel something about you and your brand. Don't just spam me your silly link and say, Pam, check out this awesome app. If you do that to me, I can guarantee you I'm not going to click through establish a relationship with people first, inspire them to engage with you, inspire them to trust you and earn that click. Every click that somebody takes on one of your web blog social properties should be delivering value at the other end. I want to trust that when I'm clicking on a link that you're providing to me, that on the other end of that is the most highest value content that you can possibly provide for me. And if you can establish a brand where your audience knows that, your click rates click-through rates, your conversion rates are going to be out the roof. And I know that because we do that ourselves. Our conversion rates on our email forms, our email marketing programs where you opt in is between 55 and 71 plus percent. Okay, that is way above industry standard. But it is because we have established trust and we know what our industry wants. We know what our customers want. We know the type of information that they need. You will never see a link from me that is spam. You will never see a link from me that will possibly take you to a bad site. And if it were to happen, it would be something that happened in between when I saw that page and when I tweeted it or shared it out because I make sure every piece of content that I send out is relevant and provides value to my audience. And social currency is action. And so the currency of online social media marketing is action. And you want to be able to inspire your audiences to take the right actions that are both going to provide them value as well as help you achieve your goals. Number six is it's what happens after the like and follow that matters most. So it's not just about getting them to like your page or follow you. It's actually 
as important what you do after they do that. So quit worrying about the silly likes and follows and start focusing on relevant value and connecting with real human beings. And when you do that, then people are going to stick around. It's, I think, 98% plus of people never go back to an actual Facebook page that they have liked. Most of the time, they're going to see your content in the news feed on Facebook. And the only way they're going to see your content in the news feed is if Facebook decides to show it to them. And depending on what the algorithm is looking like on that day, it could be based on a number of factors. And so bottom line, you just need to be focusing on content that is relevant to your audience and that is going to increase your chances that that content is going to be seen and acted upon. Number seven is don't do social, be social. And more importantly, be socially relevant. You want to make sure that the objective for your marketing and social media program is not to do social media. Take that off of your objectives if that is what you have listed. And we have worked with a lot of clients that they actually have that listed as a goal, that they want to do social media. And I can understand that. But I want you to think bigger than that. You need to be socially relevant and you need to start integrating social into the DNA of your business to help you achieve your goals. Social media plugs into your business. Your business does not plug into Facebook. So you don't need to go revamp your entire business and marketing strategy so it fits in Facebook because that's very dangerous. You don't want to put all your social eggs in a basket that you do not own. Make sure you have an integrated platform that is yours and that you can continue to bring your community back to to nurture those relationships regardless of what happens with these social networks that's out there because the only guarantee is going to be change. Number eight is make sure that you have objectives and goals for success. And your goals need to be smart goals. They need to be specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. And the most important question that you need to be asking is why. Why should your audience care that you exist? Why should they care that you have a Facebook page, a Google Plus community, a podcast, a hangout on air over at Google? Why do they care that if you're launching a new training course or a new service or whatever it may be? Why should they follow you on Twitter? Why should they give a hoot what you say, what you do, and what you offer them? Give them a reason why and make sure that you are aligning social to the business goals where it can have the greatest impact on your business and on your audience. Take the time to align. Number nine is be realistic. So with all of this said, you need to make sure that you are realistic and setting real goals. And one of the biggest struggles we see organizations of all sizes have is in setting objectives. And a lot of times it's a language barrier and people are just not speaking the same language in regard to goals and objectives. And when they are looking at metrics and outcomes, they're looking at different types of key performance indicators. If you are a community manager, for example, you are very interested and should be caring very much about engagement metrics, your fans, your followers, your clicks, all of those things. 
if you are align a business stakeholder, you're probably interested in social media analytics such as insights. What are what are you learning from your community about what they think of you, about what they think of your products? How can you make your product or service better, your brand better? Uh, you're thinking about share a voice. You're thinking about how is your content resonating with your audiences? And you're wondering what percentage of that that share of voice are you getting? What is happening with word of mouth? At the corporate level for business metrics, corporate executives are looking at revenue. They're looking at customer satisfaction. They're looking at reputation. Number one, they want to know, show me the money, honey. So what happens is a social media community manager goes to their top corporate executive. They see them in the hall or they see them at an event and the corporate executive says, hey, Pam, how is that social media program going, you know, that I gave you X number of thousands of dollars for? And the community manager answers, wow, you know, we just did a campaign yesterday and we launched, we got 5,000 likes. Okay, that number means nothing to your executive. So the first thing you need to do is make sure that you are setting goals and objectives and key performance indicators, and you're clearly communicating and educating your stakeholders on why you're measuring such metrics. It is your job, if you are running the social media, social business program, to educate the stakeholders that you have, your team members, on why you're doing what you're doing. And just know that the objectives differ by level. So corporate is very interested in risk management. They're looking at how can we establish leadership and development? How is this going to impact our culture? Because social media is going to reveal your culture more than it's going to transform it when you're first starting. The first thing it's going to do is reveal it. And as you're setting goals, make sure you are doing a reality check on your readiness to be social. So don't set a goal that is just unattainable. You need to know what are your strengths and weaknesses. You need to know what training is required. How are you going to manage change management needs? How ready are you? What does the mindset look like? Do you have some mindset issues that you need to work on? Do you have the stakeholder buy-in that you need to work on? Do you know your market? Do you know what your competitors are up to? Do you have processes in place? Do you have an organizational model? Do you have communication processes and methods and frameworks in place? Do you know how you're going to monitor and engage in that conversation for social listening? Or how are you going to report? How are you going to budget? And the list goes on. I encourage you to check out the podcast I did on how to develop a social business strategy. It'll help you put a framework around how you can do all of these things. Number 10 is stop random acts of marketing. We call these the Rammies. And random acts of marketing will eat every last morsel of your ROI for breakfast before you wake up and find your cup of coffee. All right. So check out the podcast I did on this as well. I went in detail on what is a random act of marketing. A random act of marketing is anything that is not in the plan, is not funded, is not integrated, and has no metrics for success. Those are your key identifiers that you have random acts of marketing. If you are guilty of random acts of marketing, it's okay, because I would guess about 99.9% of marketers are guilty of this. You just need to acknowledge it and you need to stomp them as fast as you possibly can. Check out our blog at socialzoomfactor.com slash no rams and you can download a white paper with exact tips on how you can stomp those rammies. Number 11 is tools are the tactics, not 
the path. So make sure when you are selecting your tools and technology that you are doing such after you already have goals and objectives. Make sure you know your audience and you know how you are going to engage with them before you establish what metrics you are going to be measuring and before you establish what tools you're going to need to do all of the above. And look at each initiative, look at the impact of the initiative, are you ready to do it? What are the risks associated? And what are the priorities for you to implement that technology, that tool, that process? Number 12 is some of all the parts is greater than the individual tools. So you need to learn the ecosystem before you start honing in on one specific tool. And we see a lot of brands and marketing and business leaders really get hung up on this. And they focus in too tight on Twitter or LinkedIn. You know, we'll have an executive that will go to a LinkedIn training course. And all of a sudden they come back and they must get on LinkedIn and they, you know, redirect the entire marketing and social team to focus on LinkedIn. However, when we come in and we do an audit to assess where they should be based upon where their audience is hanging out, their audience is not even on LinkedIn. So you need to make sure that you are are going wherever your audience is and that you are understanding the entire ecosystem, not just a specific tool or a shiny object that's come along. Number 13 is social relationships are the life raft of technology and social media changes. Like I said, the only guarantee is change. And it is truly about people. There's nothing about social that is not about people. It is about human beings. Number 14, the only thing that is certain is that things are going to change. And just as soon as you get comfortable with the Facebook algorithm or something happening on LinkedIn, I guarantee you it's going to change. So get used to it and be ready for it. Make sure you're building an agile, dynamic team that can respond when you need to be responding, but can also be proactive in seeing some of those changes coming. Number 15 is deal with the hard stuff now. Because in number 16, skeletons are absolutely going to fall out of the closet. So one of the first things we always tell our clients when we kick off a new engagement is we say, let's identify those skeletons that you got hit in the closet. If the email marketing system is broken, let's talk about it. If you've been spamming your list for the past five years and you were blacklisted two years ago, let's talk about it because we're going to need to fix that problem. We may need to start all over with a brand new list, all right? If you have personnel issues, if you have training issues, if you have content issues, whatever it may be, it could be mindset issues, nobody's buying into what you're doing. Get the skeletons on the table and let's clean them up as fast as we can. 17, social media is not going to fix your broken business. All right, I'm sorry, but it's not a band-aid. And there's nothing that I can do to just throw a band-aid on your business and say Facebook is going to fix that. That is not what Mark Zuckerberg is chartered or has any desire to do. You're going to have to fix your business and just figure out how you can leverage social media technologies and and processes and methodologies to ignite your business, to help you achieve your business goals. And that's why you must align to the business. So this is where you just need to slow down so you can speed up at a later time. Number 19 is you will tick people off 
Okay, I guarantee you, you're going to tick somebody off. You're probably going to tick multiple people off. You're going to tick people off in your organization. You're going to tick partners off, possibly. You're going to tick people off on Twitter because sometimes people just have a bad day. All right. I ticked some dude off today on one of the emails that I sent off from our email marketing program, and he didn't like the title of it because I said, quit selling your CEO on Twitter. And he really took offense to it. And he thought I was being too bossy. And you know what? We are a very direct type of marketing communications company. And we are going to tell you what we believe is truthful and what we believe you need to do to move your business forward. Do 100% of the people like to hear that? Nope. Am I going to tick some people off? Yes, I am. However, I just know my audience and I know what the good majority of them wants. And the customers that we want to organically attract are the ones that have tough skin and are able to listen to what we tell them and understand that we are telling them such advice because we know for a fact what is going to help move their business forward. And number 20 is not only are you going to tick people off, you might even get fired. And we have seen some people get fired from their jobs for standing up for what they believe in and what they know to be true and right. And so I don't have time right now to go into that conversation. We will have some other podcasts coming up on helping social media managers and social directors and marketing directors manage their career in this socially connected world. But just know things are going to happen good and bad. Number 21 is your kid might be ugly. All right. If you are are launching an online platform or you already have an online platform, your kid might be ugly and you may need some help getting that thing prettied up a little bit. You have about five to 10 seconds to engage your audience when they visit your website, your blog, or your social profiles. If they don't like what they see, if your website or your blog doesn't work, they're out of there. So I can't sugarcoat it anymore. I never have sugarcoated this conversation. If you have an ugly online platform, you need to fix it. 90% of people who own a smartphone, a mobile device have that device within arm's reach 100% of the time. Okay, so it's not an option anymore to not have a mobile platform, you must have a mobile platform and you must be thinking about mobile from day one of your development process. Number 22 is that perfection is the enemy of good. You need to start somewhere. So embrace the imperfect perfection in your business. Number 23 is your mission is to understand where your audience is hanging out and figure out as quick as you can how you can have the most relevant conversation with them possible that helps them meet their business or life goals. That is your mission. Number 24 All conversations are not created equal. So make sure you put value into the conversations. And just because you are engaging on Twitter or Facebook does not make that conversation valuable. Make sure you are spending time on the right platforms and with the right people and with the right type of content and conversations. Check out some of the Twitter chats that are online. We host the Get Real Chat every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time. It's an amazing community where you can learn about a lot of these things. But value your time. Social media is not free. Social media takes your greatest resource and most valuable resource, which is your time. Number 25, 
hang out with nine brokes, you're going to be the 10th. So if you hang out with nine people who have a busted business, busted life, are going nowhere, are depressed and mad and grumpy and tweeting negative Nelly things all day, you are going to be the 10th broke. Okay, don't hang out with people who aren't going places. Yes, you can help them. And I'm not saying don't help them get to where they're needing to go. But that's different than hanging out with folks who are going somewhere. Bottom line, you want to go with people who are zooming their life and business so you can go do the same ride along with them. Number 26 is you need friends. And I mean real friends, not just followers. And so hang out on places like the Twitter chat that I mentioned. Join Google Plus communities. Go to Facebook and find real communities. Find some blogs that educate and inspire you. And leverage your offline network and help bring that online. If you don't have an online network, then go hang out offline. You need friends wherever you're at. Do not get stuck in front of the Twitter machine and going crazy pulling out your hair on why you can't make things work. You need to be interfacing and communicating with real human beings. Number 27 is you need to stop interrupting. So if there is a conversation that's happening on Facebook, let's say two ladies are talking about Saturday night and their wine and their brownies that they're going to go eat on Saturday night. And you pop in and you say, hey, Sherry, check out this new blog article I have and can you come join my Google Hangout? Okay, and it's 10 o'clock on a Saturday night. How do you think your content is going to look to them? It's going to look like you are completely interrupting that conversation. Make sure you know when is the right time to talk about yourself and that should be less than 20% of the time and just quit interrupting the conversations and instead figure out how you can add value to those conversations. Number 28 is know your audience. Know what they want, know what they need. Go download a worksheet that we have available at socialzoomfactor.com slash audience, which will help you prioritize your audience. Know your audience, know what they need and want from you and deliver them consistent value every single day. Number 29 is help solve problems. So do more than social lip service. If you are on Twitter and your customers are talking to you and telling you about a problem they have, don't just give them social lip service. Actually help them solve that problem through resolution. And ignoring them talking to you, if it's negative, isn't going to make that go away. They're still going to talk about you. So it's a lot better for you to be engaged in that conversation. 30 is talk to me like a human. Talk human to me. This is another series that we have a ton of content on. You can subscribe at socialzoomfactor.com slash talk human to me. But I already have quite a few podcasts I've published on this topic. I have one that's less than 10 minutes long that's brand humanization in a nutshell. So I encourage you to check that out. I have one on personal branding. You can download that at socialzoomfactor.com slash personal brand. And it is the top 10 reasons why personal branding is a requirement, not an option. You need to humanize your brand and you need to personalize it and not speak to your audience and corporate speak. They want you to talk and treat them like a human being. Number 31 is it's not about you. It is about your audience. And everything you do, everything you post, pin, tweet, and Facebook needs to be focused on the needs and desires of your audience. Number 32 is measure the right stuff. Base your key performance indicators on your business goals and objectives. What is it that you need to measure to make sure that you are meeting your 
goals and objectives. You may be looking at things like community growth, blog and website analytics, reach, engagement, relevancy, influence, sentiment, actual achievement of your goals. Number 33 is take the time to tame the social media beast. And this basically means you have just got to get all of these things into a nutshell. And if you don't know how to do it, then you need to Get some help probably from a third party to help you put together a plan and a strategy. If you don't know how to get this in a nutshell, you are going to wind up doing nothing but random acts of marketing and social media for the next two years probably. So if you need somebody like us to come in, we can do a full audit on everything that you're doing rather quickly and help get you going in the right direction. But you need to tame the social media beast. Don't make up excuses that it's just out of control. You know, we don't have enough team to do this. Well, If you don't have enough team to do that, then you need to minimize what it is you're doing. When we work with clients, one of the first things we do is take a look at what they're doing. They have a list of 20 things. We usually try to help them cut that in half because there's no marketing director that ever comes to us and says, hey, Pam, I have so much money and so much budget and so much time that I can invest in social. I just don't know what to do with all this time and money falling out of my hands. Wrong. No marketing director ever on the planet has said that, at least to us. And so everybody has the same struggles. So using the excuse of what we just don't have time to do this right, it's just out of control. You need to get rid of that mentality and tame that social media beast. And then number 34 is you either need to shape up or you need to ship out. So you either need to get this stuff together and do it right, or you need to just quit doing it. And I don't really think that stopping doing social media is an option. You know, imagine an image of a glass fish bowl and there's a door in that fish bowl. Where would that door go? If there was a little fishy there and he's trying to get out, there's no way you can get out. Once you launch your social profiles, it's going to be very hard for you to turn those off and go away without your audience knowing. Now, sometimes it is right to maybe leave a specific social network um, if you're finding that your audience is just not there or for whatever reasons. It's better to be on less platforms and be doing them right than to be everywhere and spreading yourself too thin. So I want you to just really think about how you can shape up and get your act together. So that's it. In a nutshell, there are the social media truths that we hang our hat on. And I hope that they have been very helpful to you today. I hope that they have helped you understand what is social media, what you need to do with it, what you need to really focus on, and some of the truths that you just cannot ignore. I thank you so much for listening today. I'm honored you take time out of your day to engage and listen to us. And please let us know your feedback. You can go to socialzoomfactor.com slash askpam and let me know any questions you have and we will get your questions answered live on some of our future shows coming up. Hope you have an amazing week. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor. Zoom Factor.